Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. But we got the NFL draft coming up from the NFL Network. The analyst there does a fine job. Our good buddy Charles Davis joining us again. Compliments of our friends from X-Tech Pad. Charles, how you been, my friend? I've been well, and I trust you and your family and everyone else who's working there can hear our voices the same. And, again, we never can forget these first responders who literally are putting their lives on the line each and every day trying to help us. It's just amazing what they do. Yeah, no doubt about it, um, you know, which uh, we live in a real weird time now. And I know that, uh, you know, the president's rolling out uh, a new phase to be able to start opening up the economy and start opening things up. And one of the things that they say will not happen is sports anytime soon with fans in the stands. Um, you being a guy that, uh, you know, broadcasts it, played it, how different will that be if indeed we open up on, you know, in September and all of a sudden there's no fans in the stands, but they're playing football? I, I can't fathom it. Yeah, it's hard to get get locked into my head because anytime there weren't fans in the stands and you played ball, I don't care what sport it was, it was called practice or a scrimmage. Right. You know, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't exactly. a, a competition. It was it was rare that those things happened. I actually saw one of those when I was a kid. My dad was a uh, Division three junior college basketball coach at the time, and so he was on a recruiting trip, and you know I'd get to go with him. And we saw a high school game in the middle of the first quarter, a, a fight broke out, and it turned into a full fledged full fledged brawl. And so they ended up clearing the gym, and everyone was out, and the game was played with players, coaches, officials. My dad got to stay because he was there on a recruiting trip. So I remember sitting in the stands with me and my dad and an actual game going on and no crowd, no cheerleaders, no no anything. So that was that was disconcerting even as a kid. I it's hard for me to fathom doing it now, although I know that option is on the table. And Bill, the next part of that is okay, if we're doing that and we're broadcasting these games because obviously they want people to see them on television, would we be there as broadcasters actually in the stadium during the game? doing the games or would they have us elsewhere because nowadays as you know we're doing a lot more of those remotes where you call the game off of a monitor somewhere else in the world and 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 the game is going on so who knows how it all turn out let's hope we don't get there but of course they have to plan for those types of contingencies yeah and uh, there's there's still a lot of money attached to this as well not to mention and i i I hate to make sports sound important but charles they are i I think right now with the way we are and the way we live i mean there's a lot of people that just look for the daily diversion away from the uglies of life and uh, and sports plays a big part in that i mean you can only watch and binge watch so many different programs so often 
before you finally go, you know what, I'd want something fresh and something new and something real. And, and I think sports play a big part in that. And I, I know, look, the lifeline right now is we prepare for the NFL draft. And, and we're going to then break it down and analyze the heck out of it, probably more so than we would have normally, uh, just because that's the only game in town right now, right? Yeah, I would I would agree with that, and I know that in the beginning we all had some trepidation about the idea that we would continue to do anything with sports, continue, considering what was going on in the world. And there was a great deal of trepidation about that. Which way do we go? Should we even be discussing this? Especially, remember free agency with the NFL? Mm-hmm. People were like, right. oh my God, people are losing their jobs, people can't pay their bills, and we're talking about announcing people with you know $100 million contracts. I don't know that that's a good idea. Well, as I get into it, and my poll is unscientific, Bill, I'm not about to sit here and say I've got it all down, but I feel like people didn't have any real issues with it. I'm talking about overall. Yeah, there are plenty mm-hmm. of people who thought it was a bad idea. But overall, people are like, look, they're going to make $100 million in a good economy. <laughs> we know yeah. it's coming. I just want to know if he's going to be making it for me, for my team. And people right, kind of exactly. embraced it, and people are very excited about the draft um, because, as you said, it gives them a diversion. So here we are. So that trepidation is still there, but not nearly to the same extent. I just think now it's about trying to present it in the proper manner without being over the top that the NFL is doing something that other people can't do. Because bottom line, the NFL was fortunate in terms of they didn't have to pull teams off the field like NBA did, like NHL right. did. And they would have if they were playing, but they just were fortunate. They were not. This you can do and still respect the pandemic we're in. Talking with Charles Davis of the NFL Network, NFL Network analyst as well. we got the draft coming up. He's compliments of our good friends over there at X-Tech Pads as well. Um, Charles, now that we start to head towards the draft, I mean, the Green Bay Packers get to a, an NFC championship game and then just kind of the run game got dump-trucked. Uh, and as much as Aaron Rodgers wanted to be able to throw the team on his shoulders, he just couldn't do it alone. We feel that obviously they need a wide receiver opposite Devontae Adams and to complement what they did in the in the free agent market with Funches. Uh, they're going to need some additional beef up front to help out Kenny Clark in the defensive line. Maybe a tight end if Jay Sternberger is not the real deal. They need some depth in the offensive line as well, losing Brian Balaga. So you tell me in your thought process how far away the Packers are. If they get a good draft, how far away are they from getting right back to an NFC Championship game and or putting Aaron Rodgers back in a Super Bowl? Yeah, I don't think very far away. I mean, there was so much criticism of a 13-3 and team that it became it became overriding, and, and, and I thought it was way too much. You know, oh, God, they just went ugly. Oh, they're doing this, they're doing that. I thought it was tremendous what they did, and in some ways I faulted opponents because I thought what Mike Pettin did was make the best of what he had on defense and play to his team's strengths and essentially ran college defenses at NFL teams, and they, and they didn't adjust. Mm-hmm. Because what he looked at and said was, you're not, you're not a team that's, that's built to run the football. You don't do it. So my strength is in putting extra defense, you know, defensive backs on the field, you know, linebackers as opposed to big people up front, let's go. And it worked for him until, of course, San Francisco, which was built to run the football, stayed with it and beat them, you know, ran them into the ground. Can they continue to do that next year and operate the same way? I don't think so. I think people will adjust to that and be ready for that a little bit better and try and, you know, pound that that smaller defensive front. 
So that's why I think, you know, as you mentioned, the defensive line is a big deal, a little more beef to help out Kenny Clark, although those other guys battle. I think they're going to have to be in maybe a few more conventional defenses along the way because I just applauded everything Pettin did last year, but I was terrified for him going into San Francisco because Kyle Shanahan had shown that his ego was not going to get involved if the run game was working. Remember what they did to Minnesota the week mm-hmm. before? Right. They just ran it, what, eight, nine consecutive plays, and they were in the end zone. I said, if he if he gets on that kind of a roll again, Kyle's not going to be one that goes, i got to throw it 30 times just to show you how smart I am. And that's exactly what happened. So that type of beef, I think, is a big, big deal. I do know the offensive line needs fortification. I do know they want to find more receivers for Aaron. But I just don't think they have a chance to get back there again without getting that defense a little more a little more stout up front. Um, I wanted to also ask you, in the division, I know we only got a couple minutes here, but in the division, you've got the Vikings, Stephon Diggs out the door. There was talk about OBJ coming over there in a trade. Now the Browns are saying absolutely not. That that is a dead deal. That's not happening. I, I don't know specifically what to believe, but and then you've got uh, Nick Foles going into Chicago. They pick up Jimmy Graham. They re-sign Trevathan. They try to keep some of those guys together. You tell me right now who that favorite is in the division. Is it still the Packers, or you know, with the eroding defense in Minnesota, maybe they're not as strong as we thought. Even though Kirk Cousins did finally get his first uh, postseason win, or are the Bears ready for maybe another run at it? Where where is the division in your opinion? To me, it's still Green Bay, and I would rank them right now as we head into the draft, and we'll see what happens with the draft rankings, Bill. I would have Green Bay 1, I would have Minnesota 2, I'd have Chicago 3, and I'd have Detroit 4. And that's not much different than what we've seen, but Chicago's got to figure out who's going to be their quarterback. Is it going to be Nick Foles? Is it going to be Mitchell Trubisky? And Foles was not brought in just to be a pure back. I didn't for that job. Detroit has made all these different moves and bounces. we got to see if it takes place for them. I mean, I had them early last year, Bill, against Kansas City, me and my crew. They were 2-0-1 at the time and played Kansas City to a standstill, and then Mahomes made a big play down the stretch and beat them. Mm-hmm. They never won. They, you know, they won one more game. You know, I, they won 3-12-1, right. which was unbelievable. And they carried leads into the second half in, like, you know, 14 games or something like that. I don't want to have hyperbole, but it was a bunch. They just didn't find a way to win. Can they turn it around? And then, obviously, Minnesota, the defense isn't quite the same, but you don't rule them out. They could make a few moves here with, 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 with the draft, fortify a few things, and get right back going and continue to build on what they did offensively. Even though Diggs is gone, they like Ola B.C. Johnson. Will they draft another receiver? Could Chad Beebe stay healthy? But I still think Green Bay is, is the favorite going in. Charles, it's always a pleasure. Uh, I love having you on. I know you're here. Compliments of our good friends over there at X-Tech Pads as well. They're the leader in shoulder pads for American football. And uh, just uh, if you want to expound upon X-Tech Pads, I've talked about them until I'm blue in the face, but they're they're freaking <laughs> terrific, man. Well, I'm glad that you did, and I'll, and I'll give you a little bit on them as well. You could, I mean, if you've expounded on them, you've talked about Bob, Bob Roderick and Ted Monica in New Jersey who mm-hmm. came together and founded this company and have built it up to where it is now the number one pad in the NFL. I mean, some superstars are wearing these pads. Matt Ryan in Atlanta, Saquon Barkley with the Giants, Sam Darnold. You remember last year the Jets hired X-Tech to get Sam Darnold back on the field after his spleen, you know, after he'd had the mono and, and right. protect the spleen and make sure he could play. And you got the big-time colleges, you know, who also use it, Michigan, Ohio State, Oregon, Baylor, 
high school programs like Modern Day, St. John Bosco, De La Salle, you know, South Lake Carroll in Texas, St. Thomas Aquinas. Look, go to XTechPads.com. Go to XTechPads on Instagram. These are the best pads going. My kid wore them when he played, had a shoulder injury, came back, didn't have a problem his senior year, played his way through them. Every bit of padding you're looking for, they have it. They'll custom fit it. They'll get it right for you. And we know we're going to get football back at some point, Bill. I want everybody to have their kids ready to go because, let's face it, these kids train hard. They play hard. Let's put them in the best stuff they can be in. Absolutely. Charles, always great. I appreciate it. Look forward to seeing your work this year and uh, look forward to the draft analysis as well. We'll talk soon, okay? Thanks a lot, Bill. Everyone, please stay safe. Take care. Appreciate it. There you go. Charles Davis uh, joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers uh, right now. Look, uh, if you're looking for a new gig and maybe you've been furloughed or you're, you're fired from your job because of the times that we live in, the trucking industry is growing because we need more and more supplies to more and more chains, to more and more box stores, to more and more places and, and, and essential things that we need to go about our daily business. So they are hiring. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.